Whoa, I'm here. Like, I'm in the workroom. This is official. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. And we are so excited to be back. I am Ernez, and I'm an artist and lover of crafts. And, of course, I'm obsessed with Project Runway. Um, so if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. We have a whole other season dedicated to the most recent season of Project Runway All-Stars, which um, I think was probably one of the best and consistently entertaining seasons. So feel free to start there or, you know, wherever you want. Um, so I am normally hashing out these episodes with my regular co-host, the amazing Similia Kolar, who is the advanced sewer out of the two of us and is also an amazing accessories designer and has her own company called Textiles. So um, just right off the bat, she gave me permission to mention her latest advanced sewer creation, which is this amazing new convertible messenger bag that is now available on her website, which is at textilebags.com. And that's T-E-X-S-T-Y-L-E-bags.com. And um, I'll put the link in our link section. And it's on. it will be on the Facebook page, too. So um, just to mention, I'm very excited about this bag. So she makes really great amazing bags. Um, so it is now time to introduce you to my very, very special guest and lovely, lovely fellow creative spirits and creative professional, Shanice. So yay. So hey, Shanice. Hello. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. It's so fun to kind of hash I'm out this episode with you. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. <laughs> So, um, please, Thank can you. you just like Thank say, you for a, having me. of course, you're welcome. You're very welcome. Anytime, <laughs> really. <laughs> um, but if you can just please just say a little bit about yourself and what you do and what you're about and, and yeah. Hello everyone. My name is Shadis. Um, so I'm known as uh, myself, which is Shanice Ariel, but uh, <laughs> I'm uh, really happy to be here with you all today. And I am also um, a creative entity, I guess, in this world. I work for an art gallery and I'm a graphic designer, mm -hmm. but also inspiring designer in other aspects. Um, I love fashion. I love style and anything um, related to the creative world. But um, yeah, so I'm I'm really happy to just be here with Yay. Hernez and uh, just <laughs> just uh, talking about all the fun things that and exciting and uh, new innovative projects that are going on with um, the show. So really happy to be here. Awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you again. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yes. Um, and also, I mean, and just, just, Wait, I, did, off I did see, I did, I, I did see Samilia's bags and they're amazing. And actually I think I might be <laughs> someone on the waiting list for one of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. She's be, I have to decide which color I want. Exactly. No, she's gonna be real busy with that bag. She's kind of like, <laughs> cause I think I was walking around somewhere and I saw it <laughs> and I gasped. I was like, Oh my God. So yeah, I mean, convertible <laughs> messenger bag. It's crazy. It's like, they just seem so complicated, but she makes them. So, you know, might as well buy them. I don't know. Yeah, they're pretty beautiful. I yeah. love, I, I mean, it's kind of hard to make something like that. But they, yeah, they look exactly. They really great and clean. But, um, 
But also, um, Shanice, just remind me, because you make things, but if I remember correctly, you do menswear. Is that right? Yes, yes, Yay. yes, yes. So it's it's uh, it kind of started a few. I realized that there wasn't many, you know, usually in fashion, especially um, for the past, like, few decades, a lot of men are very very prominent and dominant in women's wear, but you don't see many women who have that voice in men's wear and started learning more about construction and design and styling. And I kind I, I just felt like it was a, a realm for me. Yeah. You know, I'm not, it's not like I'm a full-time designer or anything, but I definitely respect the, the aesthetic and exploring certain things with other friends who are also in menswear and also like really into menswear styling. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's kind of where, where I am right now Yeah, on, on my design side. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Cause I always think that that's kind of impressive of, if anything, because it just seems like the hardest <laughs> thing to do is menswear. No, but really, but it really isn't because if you think about it, menswear, there's almost like this template. So for women's wear, at least in my opinion, it's how much can you think outside of the box? You mm-hmm. have the silhouette, you have a female figure and we're, co- and you're constantly pushed to be innovative and think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. But for menswear, you have to think inside of the box. You have to say, this is the classic structure of menswear mm-hmm. and how can you make it different from season to season? But men still want to wear it because right, right. Traditionally, it has to be functional. So there's a little bit, I feel like there's more rules, but mm-hmm. you can also, it can be as much of a challenge as being very innovative where there may not be as many rules. Right. So. Interesting. Yeah. You kind of have to, I guess, there are different elements you have to think of. I, I mean, even if, you know, for instance, I guess in the realm of Project Runway, construction is a little bit of, mm-hmm. it's always an issue, but also just kind of mm-hmm. being like, what do I do? I mean, how do I put flair on this or what do I do to a silhouette or, you know, kind of within the realm of just, you know, I guess just, I guess, relying on accessories or or embellishments instead of actually changing the shape of anything like a pants or a shirt. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Interesting. Yay. (laughs) Okay. Good. Good. to know. I'm I'm just going to make sure that if there, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a menswear episode that you are here. That's so that so we can talk about that. So I'm just oh. gonna put you on reserve. Oh my that. gosh, I would love I would love to join. <laughs> Yay! That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you may so, have to put tape over my mouth. I may not be able to stop talking. I mean, no, no, no. You know what? If you just want to take over that whole episode, it's totally fine. I'll just sit in the corner and just like go to town. No, no. <laughs> I was like, Shanice knows more about this than anyone I know. And so there you go. It's kind of like my dream episode is just to have like an expert <laughs> and then, you know, little, little things or little nuggets or, or, you know, very, very industry type things. Or I don't know, even if you just look at what's going on, be like, okay, this person put the dart in the wrong place or I don't know, you know, stuff like that. I just, think oh yeah. So oh yeah. That, that may come out, but yeah. That's. I think that's totally fine. I don't. You I, know, it's like we want to be we want to be supportive, but at the same time, it's like just as the judges are on the show, they're very opinionated. So yeah, we just have to let that out. Exactly. It's and it's totally yeah. fine. <laughs> this is more interesting, also. Um, okay, cool. So before we go on, let me just remind everyone. Um, so again, for my friends out there who are listening to this, who have never 
listened to a podcast before. Congratulations. You are listening to a podcast right now. And um, you found it on probably on iTunes. You can also find us on Facebook um, at facebook.com forward slash the workroom podcast and or SoundCloud. And, um, and we're, I'll repeat at the end. And of course, I'll put the links in our uh, in our link page. But I don't know if you know, Shani's. I have some friends who are just like, what is a podcast? <laughs> And this is like the only podcast. Really? Yeah. They're like, how do I find a podcast? <laughs> so I like to, you know, encourage them a little bit. It's like, congratulations. But, but I feel like a podcast is how you get to work every day. I know. No, no, no. <laughs> I have some friends who refuse. They even refuse to listen to it. They're like, I don't, you guys are just talking. That's it. Okay. I'm good. I'd rather listen to music. So I'm like, okay. All right. It's fine. for thought. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you're expanding your mind. <laughs> It's just something different. Just try it, please. <laughs> anyway, um, so so let's get started. So um, as so, okay, it's obvious we are in season fifteen, and this is Project Runway. I call it Project Runway Prime since we started off with All Stars, which is sort of like the off season in between, kind of extracurricular of Project Runway. And um, just have to say, I'm excited to talk about. Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum and Nina and Zach. Um, I love Isaac Mizrahi, but, you know, I'm just so excited to be back with the original crew of people and that it's also yes. been like 12 years. The show is, man, it's it's been on for a while. Um, <laughs> but um, as you are kind of fresh, Shanice, I just want to know what are your impressions of this whole entire new cast? Just in general, like any like first impressions? Uh, well, first impressions, um, I thought it was like really amazing to see how friendly everyone was in the beginning, even starting off yeah. with the like welcome party. Yeah. But for the episode, I'm not, I'm just going to be honest. I could not get over Ginny's laugh. Oh my God. You know what? I was going to try <laughs> real kinda, hard not to talk that, about that. <laughs> it's so. I'm sorry. Oh God. But. It was it was just like okay wait I, we've all had those moments where mm -hmm. that you're like okay that person is very obvious in the room but you know she really surprised me throughout the show mm -hmm. but it was great because I felt like that laugh made me want to pay attention to her work um, and uh, even though she's like a really silly person I feel like she definitely had some very uh, really interesting moments throughout mm -hmm. the show but I feel like that was um, for the for the fact that the show opened I loved how everyone was meeting and greeting and yeah yeah. Kind of like giving their short, short like thirty seconds of what they were all about, but mm -hmm. for some reason she kind of stood out to me. But I think it was mostly because of her laugh. Yeah, which it was I her love. laugh. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, I just kind of was like, wow, this is a really diverse group of people. You have, I mean, I feel like we all have, we've, you know, all the other seasons have been filled with people with really interesting backgrounds. This is like your second career or third mm -hmm. career or whatever, or um, but that mm -hmm. you know that one mm -hmm. kid. It was used to be her was studying to be herpetologist and you know there's a former, oh yes yeah there's mm -hmm. a former mormon and you know other people who are just like <laughs> the guy from venezuela who's escaping economic turmoil i just feel like they're they they are kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> you know they're kind of you know they seem very grounded but um i don't know they just have really interesting experiences that they're bringing in but and also the, a lot of them, I, I'm, this is the first episode where I felt kind of old. Like some of them are very young and they sound young to me. So, 
definitely. Yeah. So uh, every- and then and then you also have yeah. you also have the two that are were I think they were classmates. So there's a little bit of like yeah. well, maybe there will be like a little bit of rivalry as well because it's like maybe mm-hmm. they have the same background in terms of their education, their formal education, but they have different aesthetics. So that's going to be really interesting to see how that's executed. Yeah, I kind of feel like this was, again, like what you're saying, that they were really nice to each other. I don't know if you remember, oh man, it was it two or three seasons ago that they actually did have two rivals on from this very, very small town in, I believe, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Like they're both from the same small midwestern town and it was it was probably the most dramatic part of the first season but this one you know they're helping each other it's like okay mm-hmm. great they're nice <laughs> everyone seems really like cheerful for the first like first challenge <laughs> you mm-hmm. know but exactly it, i do agree i do agree that it does seem like very the demographic is you know you have um some of them that are like really green and very young you have some who actually have their own businesses or are professors mm-hmm. or teachers on the side and then exactly. some of them are just older and just ready to kind of like show what they've been working on for the past decade but you know yeah um it's hard to say it's hard it's hard to really know from looking at their looking at their appearance what they can really do exactly i feel like there's just like a a very high level of just mutual respect going on you know i agree but yeah or I don't know. That's just the impression I got. Who knows? After I look over it a third time, episode, maybe I'll, I'll think differently. But um... I think I think once <laughs> I was gonna say I think once they once they reveal the challenge, that's when you see the true mm-hmm. personalities kind of coming. Out. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, so let's get into the challenge um, real quick. So, um, so we have what I think is like a very classic meet and greet so we have like this you know like the the show pretty much starts off the way it always does and we're in the 15th season so if you've been watching this you're kind of used to this scenario people meet each other and there's champagne that's a thing on project runways like the, the whole champagne blah 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 but then you have like you also have the anticipation the angst and whatever but um of course you have this twist of having the first challenge being the very 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 classic unconventional challenge but at the same time being the very conventional um challenge of showing the showing the judges who you are as a designer so it's like make a first impression Mm -hmm. but this time around they're just kind of mashing it up and you actually have to mash up a room to to put up to together a garment um Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I personally think that it's kind of brilliant and also a, a really great way to sort of mix it up because, yeah, no, they're really nice. But holy crap, the first the first episode is always, you know, terrifying. And then I feel like the unconventional challenge is terrifying. So, mm-hmm. you know, why not just exactly. kind of throw them in the loop? Yeah. Already. Exactly. Yeah. They, it's like this is great. They just hit the ground running. They hit the ground running right from celebrating that they've actually made it onto the show to hello. Mm-hmm. This is so I think it's interesting to see um, when you're in that type of environment where you're kind of relaxed and all of a sudden you have to kind of turn on and think within the time exactly. that they give you to come up with your concept. So, yeah, I, I actually appreciate the fact that the show is pushing the designers to do 
these type of challenges when they least expect it, mm-hmm. which has always been a, an element, exactly. but not really so quickly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because I don't think I had even noticed until someone was like, oh my God, it's the first challenge. I thought I had two to get in and just not, and just, you know, work with normal things and kind of get into the flow. And I was like, oh yeah, no, right off the bat, they're going to just throw you guys all off. And so <laughs> I feel like this just... <laughs> just just a generalized fear also kind of I know because even after they got into the workroom everyone seemed okay with each other it wasn't a lot of the cattiness that I remember from exactly. past seasons because I feel oh, like everyone sure. is genuinely terrified which is so great love it <laughs> so great and also you, exactly. you can, I don't know you kind I'm, of, I'm... there no go ahead no, I was going to say, I'm actually curious to see, like, how long that camaraderie is going to uh, last throughout the show. Because, you know, you start off, yeah. you start in the very first episode with something so challenging. And you can only, you can, all you want to do is just make sure you do not get kicked off. You want to make sure that exactly. you are, your design get you through. And now that mm-hmm. everyone's like, the show has, the competition has, has begun. So I'm curious mm-hmm. to see how it's going to evolve with the, the personalities and who's really going to be like the, who, who is going to be the nice guy or the nice girl. And is yeah, that going to maintain yeah. like throughout the season? So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I have so <laughs> much to say about like who I thought was going to be or who I think is, might be an issue going through here, but I don't know. I, I, oh, I have to hear. And I, so, okay. I, so we can, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, and um, I'll, I'll, uh, it'll, it'll come up, it'll come through. I think, I feel like you probably would agree as well. I mean, <laughs> if you just watch this episode, you would agree with me. It's okay, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's almost um, like there's like a little, little foreshadowing for like to a certain degree. You're like, hmm. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. as like, as like a, you know, work, working in a creative industry or like a creative type, you can kind of see okay, like these people, certain, certain people are like truly genuinely talented, but then other people, their personality shines a little bit more than their actual talent does. So I don't know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I do feel like some people got through a a little bit because of their personality on this one. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm just kind of curious to see, man, just how that evolves, especially, you know, since this is the unconventional challenge. Exactly. You know, we're not really seeing a lot of their strengths in terms of fabric choices or even their tastes and, uh, you know, in, in different types of silhouettes or whatever. But a lot of different skill sets we're using Definitely. in this episode. And I'm kind of, I don't know, I feel like some people kind of wrote in the middle, but I, I feel like they're going to pull it out. Tasha is one person who, um, she's the one, I think she's, where is she from? Louisiana? Yeah, she's from mm-hmm. Shreveport. Um, Tasha <laughs> Henderson, the one who made the... Um, the pants but w- when she first came on I was just kind of I was all for it with her saying like I, you know I'm for the the southern woman who doesn't want to wear mm-hmm. high heels in, mm-hmm. in makeup and so I was like oh that is amazing that's great because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't spent a lot of time in the south but my family's from the south and I remember going there when I was little thinking exactly that I was like I don't really want to go outside with my hair done every day and, and you know being told by family like well that's just what you do down here. <laughs> Or it is like a, a way you look, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, where are those girls who are wearing baggy pants right. and looking real great with their sheer tops? <laughs> but um, yeah, well, let's move into the workroom since we're sort of kind of already mm-hmm. there. And um, yeah, so I mean, 
we, um, let's see here. So I was just wondering if anyone, because we can also talk about the like the whole workroom environment, but also I think what was interesting is Tim's oh, critique. Because sure. I think mostly what happened in the workroom is just like people are mm-hmm. scared, people are people are you know terrified, whatever. But Tim comes in, and I feel like some interesting definitely, stuff came out. definitely. Um, well, yeah. But for you, who were or like maybe like yeah, who was like a standout critique? Well, or, I feel like. Or did anything jump out? Well, I definitely feel like, um, I guess I can do like my high and lows because that's kind of how I think about it because there were just so many mm-hmm. individual contestants that in a lot of like um, really, mm-hmm. really beautiful slash interesting um, executed designs that came out. But I would definitely say from from the mm-hmm. moment that they had the original, their original thought to like the, the first concept before Tim came in, I would say the ones that really surprised me in the workroom would, I think it would probably be Dexter Simmons because, you know, you're looking Mm -hmm. at this and he's talking about his heritage and he's talking about who he is as a person and what he wants to incorporate into his designs. And then Tim comes into the room and he's saying, yes, you are all of these things, but what you were showing me is something that is so simple. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, not, exactly. not that I'm going to say like what I, we, you know, we, we all saw what happened on the runway, but I feel like he had a really interesting information mm-hmm. because he still kept in line. He was still in line with what he, who he was as a designer, but he changed it to make it more uniform and to make it more interesting visually mm-hmm. um, compared, to, yeah. compared yeah. to someone like Ian, who was just so hard and stuck on his concept. He's saying, you know, yes, I'm minimalist. Yeah. Yes, I'm using these these textiles. Yes, but this is what I do. I don't do bold. I don't do this. And he wasn't really listening to what Tim Gunn was saying. He was just saying, like, this is who I am. This is who I'm always right. going to be, which I feel like, I mean, I, I know that from the past seasons, we've had designers who have had that voice and who it's really worked for them. But just mm-hmm. from looking at the cut and the silhouette and compared to the other people, I just knew that, at least for me, that it wasn't that interesting. Because you can be minimal yeah, and exactly. be beautiful. And I just felt like what he was doing, he maybe could have taken a little bit more of what Tim was saying. And he wasn't so he wasn't so yeah. open-minded. Yeah, he was just very, very defensive the whole time. And I, I just remember, you know, when Tim comes in and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so ready for this critique with Tim because that's just what you do. You're in you're like, you know, that I, I'm as an artist, like you're just you should look forward to critique. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's good. You know, I'm glad that you're able to take criticism. <laughs> but then, you know, he's just it seems like uh, he he's just so negative and has this deep hatred and defes- defensiveness against um like anything that seems to be what he thinks is quote unquote avant-garde, like whatever that means. Exactly. And it's like, you, you, you know better about what you hate rather than, you know, what it is that you would like to do, what, what is it you would like to achieve. But you, you know, you're right. Like that crit, the crit with Dexter was, you know, I feel like he ended up pretty much doing the same thing that he was doing, but just used different materials. Exactly. Still made like a circle skirt. But instead of just using an, a boring umbrella, the way an umbrella looks, exactly. you know, he kind of found a way around it to, to do the same thing. And the thing with Ian, you know, I remember that, you know, that part with um, 
um, when Tim goes, you know, just can you do something with these Polaroids? Because he's using Polaroids and he's using like a photo screen to basically make the the shape of the dress, mm-hmm. which is a shift shaped dress. Mm-hmm. And then he has tassels from a pillow that are hanging out <laughs> down the front. Uh-huh. And he's like, this just kind of looks like you taped it on. And he was like, you know what? I, I'm just not into like volume. And he's like, we, I'm like, you don't have to do volume, but you can do something else that <laughs> has the look that you want, but incorporates it so that it looks like you did something. So- and even he's like, but I did something like I just hand sewed it. I was like, okay, but it doesn't really look like you hand sewed it. But and it really doesn't look like you did much else. One of, it's like a lot of craftsmanship, but it just looks like it was pasted on. There. So one of the comments that I was making while I was watching the episode was, okay, so you have Ian who is using um, these Polaroids that are obviously have like faces and images. Mm-hmm. And you have Rick who is using the undeveloped. But Rick's style is has the shape. It's still minimal right. in a sense. Maybe the silhouette is not minimal, but the color, the color, scope, mm-hmm. everything. So in my opinion, I was like, oh, okay, he wants to do something minimal. Why didn't he just do like a beautiful vest or like a jacket with the Polaroids? Yeah. You know, because then it's like, okay, it's a cocktail party. It's something like the chic. It's kind of flashy. But then you have the skirt or the dress mm-hmm. that's like a shape shift. But you can't really see it under because you have this beautiful jacket that's on top that's more of like the eye-catching piece. Right. So right. he could have done something a little bit outside of the box but still been minimal. But he didn't, in my opinion. Yeah. I kind of – yeah, I kind of – yeah, no. I mean, in my opinion uh, as well, like there were other minimal pieces that just seemed a little bit more creative. He t- he just came off as afraid to use material. Yeah. So like this is as much as I'm willing to do with the materials and if you ask me to do anything else then you know I'm just going to put my foot down like I'm not avant-garde it's like that's not what we're saying that's not what Tim is saying but, that, just, but that's not even, not, like, that's not even the point the point is to kind of push yourself to try new things but still within mm-hmm. the scope of what you do you still have a similar aesthetic to true to your design but you have to like push yourself and he didn't like honestly, like I saw his design and I said, I like every time I see one of those looks running walking down the runway, I think, how could that be styled? Who would wear that? Would I wear that? Mm-hmm. For me, it it just wasn't, I yeah. w- like it just wasn't the look for me or for anyone yeah. that I could even yeah. think of or any, yeah. any uh, in terms of styling or design or anything. It just wasn't. So, I mean, the colors were nice, but it's just kind of that's that's, that's about it. <laughs> Yeah. And then, uh, but you like Jenny. Yes. Right. Yes, I did. Um, um, I just, I just, yeah. What did you think about Jenny's piece? Well, I, I, I just thought there was a disconnect with how she was describing it and what it actually looked like. Cause she called it. She's like, yeah, I'm like a painter. I'm like your average. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't agree with that. I didn't agree with that reference. I was like, first of all, stop mixing up the artist eras. Stop doing that. <laughs> like, come on. And then Tim calls it like a fine arts painting project. I was like, that is, no. that is very, very generous with this. I was like, she's doing something interesting with it. But again, and you know, also, I just have to say that a lot of them, okay, they, they stacked this room filled with material. They knew what was going to happen. Just say, you know, the producers or whatever, the prop people, like they all knew that these things could potentially be garments. I have to say, because Jenny's piece is basically made up of backpacks, 
if she had gone into a store and they were like, hey, ransack this, uh, I don't know. It's like, hey, ran, ransack this store filled with tables. There are only tables in a store <laughs> and maybe some chairs. And if you found like the backpack stacked up in the corner that really belonged to the store owner and his kids, <laughs> but they were also free to take. Like say you took all those backpacks <laughs> and you made this dress, they would have slaughtered you on the runway being like oh my god it looks like fabric but I realized they actually put a lot of fabric in this room and that's another reason why I was like well maybe (laughs) there's like a balance because I couldn't believe I was like what is she doing that is a bunch of fabric oh wait wait they curated all I mean because they set them up yeah you know so I guess whatever they use is fine yeah like it's like it's I was like it's a double standard it's it's like it's like unconventional. I mean, it's like, okay, thing. backpack material. It's a bunch of like, maybe put some like nylon, like cotton, cotton blend of some sort. Like mm-hmm. you can paint on it, you know, it pours, yeah. like it can, you can sew yeah. it. It's yeah. going to hold up. It has shape. Right. And I'm like, I was looking at this. I was like, oh, this seems like something that maybe like um, Willow Smith would wear, you know, like in like one of her like really cool like Instagram yeah, like yeah. editorials that she does like with her brother. Like, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> like, and I feel like with those sandals and all, like she put them, put her in like Adidas, you know, swimmer yeah. sandals. And I feel like that, like, <laughs> why not? But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just remember that just stood out to you. I was like, oh my God, please stop mixing up the arrows <laughs> and using backpacks. Um, but did anyone else stand out <laughs> besides these guys? Well, before I, I, okay. So it was interesting because I felt like the, for me at least, the main person that stood out to me was Cornelius. Because oh, I said, I don't Cornelius. I yeah, because I know that um on the episode that Majing was kind of giving him a little bit of like I guess you can say shade about mm-hmm. uh him using the flowers like close to the neck, like oh that's been done. Maybe so, but I just thought it was so beautiful mm-hmm. and it was really um it was very it was constructed but out of plastic plates. I don't know. No, I kind of felt like that really impressed. Yeah. And he seemed to be so confident that he was able to construct this garment in the amount of time that was given and be confident exactly. about it. So, yeah. You know, maybe maybe he yeah. wasn't like the shining star for that episode, but I felt like to me that piece really stood out. Like he was one of the tops for me at least. Yeah, I would say that, you know, right off the bat, and I think it has also something to say with that like, you know, sometimes Tim will go in and just be worried about the time frame and you know he went in his critique was like it's stunning and moved on yeah yeah <laughs> like i'm not gonna question you see if you have enough time to finish this you know it just seems to have a handle on it or how whatever he said to tim he was convinced it's like you you can finish this and he had no time management <laughs> issues whatsoever yeah. but you know and it was it was beautiful it was i that like half a bib that he had by the time Tim came in was he, gorgeous. He was one of my top two favorites. I, I I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready to reveal my top favorite, but he was definitely my <laughs> top two. He was number two. He was like right there with it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good to know. Cause I have to say that's like some, one of my favorites didn't make it in the top. So uh, yeah. So who was one of your favorites? <laughs> This is, I mean, again, I'm so excited. This is like, well, actually, Cornelius was one where I saw him, you know, if you, you know, saw it down the runway and just was like, holy crap, it is gorgeous. It is so textured and wonderful. And it, like, the way it flows, it just mm-hmm. looks beautiful. 
But no, yeah, it was I was I'm, I'll admit that was also one of my favorites. I really liked it, and I was kind of surprised that he wasn't in the top. Can I can I can I make so. one comment? Oops, spoiler alert! Spoiler. <laughs> Can Sorry, I can spoiler. I make can I make yes. one comment? <laughs> Majing, ma, yes, ma, yes. Majing. So Majing Wong, he made his dress completely out of paper, right? Or like, as it seems that yeah. you know, we didn't, you know, mm-hmm. when Tim was talking to him. But my favorite part was whenever he was zipping up his model, and the quote or the the references, he zipped his model into the dress. I was like, wow, he actually like constructed a dress. <laughs> <laughs> that could be zipped. And it was made out of paper. Well, yeah, because he, he, no, but he attached all that to the muslin. Correct. So that zip was in the muslin, not that Correct. paper. And he Correct. probably like, did like a really, and it looked, you know, because honestly, he did a really good job of, of um, gluing that down. So it looked like something mm-hmm. and it didn't look like what he said. It looked like trash. <laughs> and so I was like, huh, that is interesting because you know, it doesn't look easy, no. but it, I'm, I'm sorry. What is it? No, it doesn't look, it looks easy, but it isn't. Yeah. That's yeah. what I meant to yeah. say. It isn't, you know, like from far away, it looks like a pattern, but yeah, he, he zipped that girl up. He zipped her up. And I was like, <laughs> in that wow, dress. but that's paper. they all, they almost all of them zipped them up. Can I just say a lot of them had zippers and I was like, wow, this is really guys. You guys are all done. There's no drama about not <laughs> finishing your garments. This is crazy. Because it's the first challenge. Yeah, no, for real. I don't know. For some reason, zippers make me so proud. It's because everyone everyone has watched all the previous seasons. It's like we all know from like the original cut yeah. first season, like they were like basically hot gluing on some some like fabric the exactly. last few seconds because that's all you I, literally had. <laughs> like, oh, and and that's another thing that I thought about with Ian. It reminded me how, okay, you know, because people were, I, 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 I made note of this. So people were using, um, um, what do you call it? They're using, shoot, what is the thing you put? You, oh my God. It's, you don't need a belt. It's just, it's oh, just they, elastic. Yeah. They're using elastic. They were using bands. backpack straps. You know, they're using elastic. Yeah. They're using backpack straps. They're using, I think they had elastic somewhere in there. And I'm pretty sure, and they had, I'm sorry, they also had glitter. They they planted glitter for them. And Tasha used Twizzlers. Exactly. And I'm just like, you guys, and so, so to bring it back to Ian, you know, I feel like in the past seasons with these unconventional challenges, they're all, there's always that person who's like, I refuse to use a glue gun. I'm going to treat this like a tour. <laughs> like, you don't have time to treat this like a tour. You just don't. And so he was like, uh, he's like, designers just don't hot glue anything. We just don't. And then there is, you know, Majin asking for is like, oh, there is a hot glue, hot glue gun. I was like, you have to use yeah. this. And I feel like that's a part of it. Just, just accepting your circumstances. You're not going to be able to do whatever you need to do or what what you're used to be doing because that's this is unconventional. Get your hands on that. Hot glue I, I, if you know how possible. to use a hot exactly, I can glue gun the right way. No one will ever know. I've made tons of costumes that people thought that I bought online mm-hmm. just with the use of a hot glue gun. What? Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Because yeah. you just have to know. Exactly. And you just also, why is it so demeaning to you as <laughs> in your identity as a, as a designer to use a hot glue gun? It's not a big deal. Because everyone wants it's to the use 15th season of people using use the like on TV. most uh, high end materials. You know, they want to show that they can exactly. use silk and 
you would never put hot glue on silk, I guess. So, you know. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, unconventional first challenge is the great equalizer. Exactly. I mean, as soon as, I mean, with Ian, like the more we go through the show, I'm just like, do you know where you are? <laughs> do you, have you, this is, this is the 12th year of this show. Do you not know what's going on yet? It's just weird. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. I just <laughs> I just think he self-sabotaged himself. No, for sure. For sure. Okay, so <laughs> it's such an issue. I agree. So, um, so before I don't want to want to cut you off because if you because I'm gonna we're gonna move on to um, anything that happened like post Tim Gun or even model fittings, but anything else that stood out during the cr- the crits with with Tim. Um. I thought something that, I mean, I kind of agree with some of the other contestants that it was a little strange that Brick had his model um, helping him with his garment. Um, That's one of the first for me. Oh, right. Uh, that was during the fit. During the fitting. Oh, that was during, during the, the fitting. fitting. During the second fitting, the second fitting, like the last, like one hour left. And, uh, you know, I honestly, like not to really, not to really like say too much, but I think that that album, way more uh astonishing and he wouldn't have been in a position that he was in if he would have done full body like almost like a um like a jumpsuit of some sort because it's a party (laughs) yeah but right but i think yeah or even i thought you were gonna say maybe all glitter (laughs) yeah no no i meant all glitter but maybe not the same silhouette but maybe something like a little bit more recognizable but then added in those features. I don't know why I'm mm-hmm. obsessing over the jackets, but I'm like, make a jacket. Like, make a jacket. Have the model take the jacket off. Yeah. It's like two layers. It's dimensional, multi-dimensional. I don't know that. I feel like yeah. that to me is interesting. It's not interesting to do. You know, I, I thought he had something really beautiful happening, but he kind of stopped halfway. And I think like, what are your thoughts about post before Tim Tim came in? On the um. Oh, you mean before or or, or like after he came in, but it was like before the walkthrough because. Oh right, right. yeah, yeah, like the day, the of, the day runway. of the runway. Exactly. I mean, I I just I don't know why I just I really didn't. Nothing really. Um, nothing really stood out except that everyone was very very into, bricks glitter pants, mm-hmm. and just kind of it's you know it always doesn't bode well when. I don't know why I just I, I feel like I've watched so much Project Runway whenever they have those montages of people over and over again like I love this piece I love this piece I love this piece <laughs> that's usually the one who's yeah, going home yeah. because it, I remember one oh, was it last season or the, a, a few seasons ago there's someone from New Zealand the first episode he made this I don't know if you remember this he made this um draped peach dress on a woman who was also a peach and her hair was red and so he like had this really complicated looking peach <laughs> dress on it it just kind of looked really bulky and everyone loved it everyone and I just kept looking at him like it's not crazy amazing but it isn't <laughs> terrible it's like I guess but you know it's it's interesting look at I just don't think she should be wearing peach I remember that was my my biggest thing about that dress <laughs> like it's the wrong color for this girl's skin color this, this girl's skin tone it yeah. makes no sense um and he went home he went home he was in the bottom and everyone was shocked and so that's the thing that really stood out to me is just that everyone loved these pants 
and I kind of am against bell bottoms. <laughs> so, okay. you know, bell, I just bell like, bottoms are coming why? back. Trust unless me. it makes sense, mm, they're coming back. Trust me. You know, and they can. It's it's totally fine. I'm. It's wonderful, but you know, doing glitter bell bottoms is sort of a man. It is so cliche. Oh. <laughs> it's just like a callback to the seventies. To me, like there's a that's why like when you said glitter, I was like, huh. If he had done the whole thing in glitter, that would have been really, really interesting. It, so, so here's but, here's also the. I feel like he spent a lot of time. Here's on the, the here's the other thing. The top for me, it was great. Like it was like tailored, mm-hmm. constructed. It was innovative. Like the caps yeah. and all this. But honestly, like I agree with some of the other comments from uh, some of the the other participants on the show that there was uh it was just like a little disconnected mm-hmm. and i feel as if you know when yeah. you're a designer you have to be so careful because you're constantly creating but you also have to know how to edit because he's not a in my opinion he's not mm-hmm. a good stylist because he created two tops together yeah, no. and they did not in my opinion they did not work together so it is also a job your job yeah. as a yeah. designer so if you're going to create two garments you need to know how they should work together especially if you're spending less than 12 hours it should be perfect it should be meant for each other mm-hmm. it's one thing when you're spending like six months or three months or four months with it you get kind of like so involved you have to bring in someone else who can spend time with the piece and say this looks good with this but when you're not spending right. that much time with the two pieces the two pieces should be perfect for each other i just don't think they were they were not a good fit yeah and he did what he did with his materials. Yeah. No, I was saying he could have been like Natalia where she was hesitant about not, she's like, oh, I don't want to be like the Tin Man Queen. And Tim's like, go for it. Mm-hmm. He, she went all the way. He should have just went all the way with the glitter. Why not? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not just do it? Just, just like make it a space moment. Make it, a, you know, make it a, like a 70s space. Make moment. it a moment because no. your moment's already going to happen. So just go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's interesting because it really does feel as if he, I don't know, it's kind of like, it's sort of like a, the top was, was a, hey, look, mom, look, look what I can do with these hats kind of thing. <laughs> it's like, ooh, I can use, I can do this with these hats, but not necessarily how I can make these hats look like something that's cohesive with what's going on at the bottom. And like the <laughs> bottom part was also like, oh, look what I can do with these pants. Look, mom. Exactly. I mean, glitter pants. Exactly. I, I look at I look at I look at the look and I it's yeah, it's just not there for me. So I feel like we've sort of <laughs> sort of hinted at what our bottoms are or what our like our our lows, I should say, our highs and lows of this of these um designers. I mean, cuz also there's 16 of them. It feels like there's a lot. I don't know why, but the 16 feels like a lot of people. And yeah, um it is. it's a lot. So, let's go to the we can just go to the runway and just kind of um, let's just like just jump to it because who? Oh, let me just mention who the uh, the judges are. So again, we have Zach Posen, Nina Garcia, and Heidi Klum, but we also have Savannah Guthrie from the Today Show. And I also want to point out: so Tim Gunn is sitting on the runway again, but this year there's no Tim Gunn save. I don't know if you noticed that. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not for the first episode, or is it for the entire season? Yeah, maybe. And I'm just wondering if they're going to... Yeah, that's true. Maybe they'll kick in the next season, but I'm just wondering if they got rid of that. Like, that, that that's interesting. 
anyway, so um, so just to kind of go to the runway stuff, um, we have the cheat sheet, and I have my cheat sheet in front of me. And so again, um, for you guys listening, you can locate that on our Facebook page or just click on the link in our link section and you can follow along with us. So, um, okay, Shanice. So for you out of these 16 looks, oh my God, 16. <laughs> so what were your, before I say who was actually in the top and who's actually in the bottom, who were, who was your top three and your, your bottom three? Who's my top three and my bottom three? <clears throat> Yeah. I'm at the bottom or the top? That's always that's always the question. You know, I like to end on a high note. Yeah. I like to end on a high note. <laughs> okay. okay. Let's uh, listen positively. <laughs> my my the first one that's in my bottom look with the totes and toothpicks and beads. I just felt like, okay, great totes, toothpicks, beads, great. But you know, mm-hmm. we had this issue with Ian who was trying to do super minimal and he kind of, in my opinion, did not do well. And Lawrence just mm-hmm. kind of was just too, 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 too minimal. Like, I don't know. It was like more reckless and not about the garment itself. Like the construction of it was simple, whatever. It wasn't innovative. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really like someone that I would see as, my, as someone who stood out to me. So that was one of my bottoms. My second bottom would be, it's hard to say. I would say probably Sarah. Uh, because, you know, she's probably not used to this conventional look, but I felt like it was a little bit too party party. I don't really, mm-hmm. I don't really look at it as something current. The styling was a little off to me, the high bob on the top of the head, just not for me. Um, uh-huh. and the last one I would say that would be in my bottom is Kimber. Mm-hmm. Although I like the motivation of what Kimber created. I, I think it's beautiful. I think that it's something that could be wearable. I just felt a little bit too unshapely, if that's even a word. Um, the gold was beautiful. It was elegant. Yeah. But I don't know. I uh, it just didn't really connect with it. So I would say the people that were in my top three, which someone who I haven't talked about yet is Erin. I don't know her personality mm-hmm. to me, which is amazing. And I thought that she stuck with one color. It's really hard to do. But I felt like <laughs> what she did, what she did, do minimal, do white, do black, layer, use texture. For me, she did it. She's in my top. Um, like I mentioned before, Cornelius, mm-hmm. I was really yeah. impressed by how he layered the plates. Mm-hmm. They even look like plates and plastic plates and flowers. That's it. Two things. Simple, beautiful. I absolutely loved it. I would say my third, but also just because it was, she stuck with her gut. In my opinion, is Tasha. Because Tim came into the workroom and he said, mm-hmm. Don't do the harem style pants. Don't do this. Don't do that. And she stuck with what she really felt would work for her vision. And at the end of the day, she came out. Yes, she had the same top as one of the other designers, but it was beautiful. It worked for her vision. So those are my bottom three and those are my top three. That's interesting. I mean, because I'll say, okay, and I'll start from the bottom three because I we overlap a little bit. And I think it's I'll follow in the vein of ending on a high note. But um yeah, but Lawrence or uh, Lawrence or whatever, I, I really was surprised that she wasn't in the bottom because, again, what you're saying, you know, Tim came in and this is the thing, like you can take it or leave it, whatever Tim says. He's just like, you use these beads as necklaces. It just looks like you put them on there. You didn't really do anything with them. And she cut those beads, you know, she she stuck by her guns and used that as a necklace <laughs> over that muslin the thing is, I think the shape is really innovative and it's really interesting. But 
uh, again, like I'm just annoyed at the fact that I, I, I'm, I'm always, I'm just almost always annoyed when they're just like, oh, you, if you, once you see your garment on the, on the runway, then you realize the mistakes that you made. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, I use too much muslin and they usually knock people for that. I understand that she shaped it very well, but she basically made a muslin dress and wrapped it up and, you know, uh, made a toothpick belt. Is that how she used it? Like maybe the belt. And it was very short. Yeah. I thought that, I thought, you know, proportionally it was, yeah, it was a little short. The shoulders are weird, especially with that necklace. It just doesn't, it's very top heavy. And with this model, it makes her neck look super short Mm -hmm. and it makes her look like she's basically like kind of hunched up and uncomfortable. And I'm just surprised that they didn't call that out. Um, my other, my other bottom would also be, um, would be Kimber mostly because that, and I think she stood out because the way the model looked, it just looked so stiff and, um, everyone else just sort of, not everyone, but people just sort of managed to fit something, even though these materials, you know, are, are very difficult to tailor. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like she didn't really tailor that very well even though I just love the way it looked on the outside, you know, I was like, it, you know, it'd be a great maternity dress and I, that's not a knock against it. It's just that it just looked really bulky and kind of uncomfortable to wear. And then, um, mm-hmm. Oh my God. You know what? I really was annoyed by Alex Snyder's dress. <laughs> <laughs> this dress, nice just, he is very nice, but I feel like there's something going on there. It's just a matter of time before Alex Snyder comes out and just like starts snipping at people. But holy crap, this dress, so costumey and, you know, it's, it's, it's charming and it's fun. And it's wonderful. But for, it just kind of rubs me the wrong way. It's just a little bit too prim. It's just, I just don't like it. So many colors. It just, it was, it very much was very fun and playful. I get it, but holy crap. And then, um, I'll just say, I really, I really like Roberry Parra's dress. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the paper lantern dress. And so the more they looked at it and more they made her t- swirl around, you know, and I, and, and I just think it was really, really, it was just, I don't know. I just kind of liked the way it draped her shoulders mm-hmm. and the way it just sort of seemed to envelope her. And at the same time had its own little freedom going on there, but she, it just seemed like a secure dress. It wasn't too short. I, I agreed with him that there's just a lot going on. It was, but, but the proportion kind of worked out pretty well. And, uh, and Cornelius, for reasons I've already said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was freaking gorgeous. You know, and I'm just like, it's doing things. It, there's, there's, there's yeah, like it was a, I was actually, you know. there's a motion to it. It's so nice. And again, she's got a lot of stuff happening with her neck, but she didn't look hunched up or hunched over. He knows exactly what he's doing up there. I mean, so far, you know. I mean, I would, I would, had. I would wear that honestly. Like, yeah. if I had like a, an event where it was a, a certain, uh, tone. I, I think that would be so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, yeah, it's really, really nice, and it's even better that the flowers aren't real. Yes, you can wear that all night, and not worry about things dying on you. You know, like it's just exactly. <laughs> it's important. Okay, so I'm gonna say who is actually on top, and so we have. Uh, we have Tasha, Aaron, and Dexter, who are actually on top. Mm-hmm. And then the ones who are actually um, the least successful this this week were Brick, Ian, and Roberry, who I was just like, I was just so surprised to see him on the bottom. 
mm-hmm. but I really do think he was the most polarizing. My, what I kind of, you know, hypothesize is that like he must have gotten really low scores, but also really high scores, and sort of just ended up there. But who who were your yeah. top? Who were the top three on top again? I only heard two. I was just wondering. Oh wait, on uh, so it's Tasha, Aaron, and Dexter. Oh, you mean okay. my top three? No, no, no. Top for I okay. Was like okay. To, I was like trying to recap like the six. So yeah, that made sense. Yeah. So Tasha, Aaron, and Dexter. And I didn't mention Aaron as my top because I feel like it was kind of obvious, which is weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was so glad she. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay. Let's. <laughs> okay. Let's 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 slow down a little bit. <laughs> so excited. I'm really excited about her her piece. But anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But in a weird way, I don't want to talk about it because I feel like it's so obviously great. Is that weird? Does that make sense? But honestly, like, I feel like it wasn't obviously great until the judges kind of had a moment to spend a little bit of a time with it and see the construction up close. Then that's yeah. when you realize Did you feel that way? this is what this girl's work. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of realized it when she zipped that girl up in the workroom. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> that piece is great. <laughs> and I don't like, and it's, you know, and it's it could have been, I don't think it would have gone wrong because of the color. I think it would have gone long, gone wrong because of the pieces. It could have been just a normal, like a crop top and a high-waisted skirt. It's just such a very common thing to see. But um, I had no idea what it was going to look like from the front. And then, you know, to put those wigs on it the way she did, I just thought it was just, it was, it was great. And I always am can curious I ask, when people can say I, that they're, yeah. No, it's good. But can I ask a question? Like, Rick versus Aaron in terms of the of what they executed in terms of their silhouettes I feel like you could almost put the two of them together and say Mm -hmm. it depends on the mindset that you're in because yet he used Polaroids undeveloped Polaroids and yet that's very wearable and something very beautiful but something very different and she also you you know she used I don't know where she got that yellow fabric from that was like basically the skirt the, exactly. the wigs and the use of the gumballs, yeah. like, obviously, like, wow, amazing. She just went with it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it wasn't until I saw the judges interacting with the, her dress that I said, wow. Because they interacted with all the dresses on the top six or the top bottom six. I saw just really interesting, like, execution. Like, I feel like her vision, she she definitely, like, it's hard to just say I'm going to be monochromatic. Not even monochromatic, but just go with the same color and just... Mm-hmm. go crazy in this room yeah. of park stuff and get all yellow and come up with something like this yeah because <laughs> i remember when she was like i just went for the yellow i was like oh that's exciting i don't know i also <laughs> it's one of my favorite colors and also one of my favorite colors to wear mm-hmm. and i was like yes get that yellow but again when she pulled it it looked like a weird neon yellow i was like she also had a model who could wear yellow very well yeah you know what it that really worked in her favor i mean because that's another thing um oh just a, a sidetrack with the emmys <laughs> <laughs> which we were talking about earlier yeah but um claire danes uh-huh. wears yellow every year and she should stop <laughs> she should really stop and so like you know it's like you and, and I don't did you see her her dress from this year it was all gold and she was super tan yeah yes 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 but you know for some of the other awards she also wears just all white with like look for them for the matte ball she wore all white like a princess dress mm-hmm. and it was uh yeah. like illuminated all the like led lights you know so that was like a divergence but <laughs> 
just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like it's just like because yeah, you're, you're like no. what, what, anyway. What? I'm just like, like yeah. No, I'm sorry, she, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Because I'm obsessed and I watch, I literally see everything you're wondering. I'm just saying. I was just yeah. Like, <laughs> but I mean, but are but are we are you are you agreeing that Claire Danes doesn't wear she doesn't wear colors very well or she doesn't choose colors? You know, <laughs> like, I honestly I just think her tan was a little bit too gold for her dress. So yeah, it made her <laughs> look a lot more aged. And I know she's like playing more motherly figures in upcoming roles, but mm-hmm. does it mean you have to look aged? And yeah, gold is a, a very powerful color, and I feel like that's why the tan kind of comes yeah. into play. But exactly, okay. Like, can we see Claire Danes walking down the runway with Aaron Robertson's dress? No, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but it's also a very distinct type of yellow and it it's kind of you know the type of it's it's not it's not a gold it's it's somewhere that i would say it's it's a very it's a pure big bird yellow yeah it is but, it you is know, not everyone can pull off that color <laughs> it's great I, I i love it i love that color it's great i do too i do too and i feel like that that worked for her model it worked for her model not for claire danes but it worked for aaron's model yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly all right thank you for like indulging in my weird like side thing this just <laughs> honestly has been on my mind <laughs> like you, holy crap you, you and that gold dress claire stop it you totally had a campaign against claire danes in yellow right now <laughs> Oh, the I love things. it though. It's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, anyway, so let's see. So, you know, any, any last thoughts about this judging or anything that the judges said? So we are, you already said like, it's interesting to hear that, that their, their input about Aaron Robertson's piece kind of um, changed a little bit your perspective about that dress. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Um, I would definitely say that, um, I was actually pretty impressed by the judge's response to Tasha Henderson's, uh, look, because I was just as mm-hmm. impressed. I, I was really excited to see her turn around, to see how she took in Tim, Tim's advice and she really made it, mm-hmm. uh, into something that really embodies her aesthetic, which is very possible, unlike other designers like Ian who says it's not possible yeah. and we saw we see right. what happens when you don't translate a mentor's advice into your own work so for Tasha she kind of right. had like this really uh she like a 180 almost she, she still maintained the mm-hmm. aesthetic and the judges agreed or maybe they you know agreed in a way yeah. that they were like we see what your vision is for Ian, he had a vision. They didn't see it. Not for the challenge. Yeah. And so I feel like for me, that her Pete, her look really was very special. Maybe it wasn't the higher or the low, but it was really special because it showed that you know in the beginning of the show, like she was not doing that well, but she found a way to right, show right. Her, her voice and make it apparent that she can listen and take in that advice and still make it her own. So. That's what I would say. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really appreciated that because I was like, well, you know, and again, a material that has looked so terrible in the past. I mean, mood bags are sort of like, they're not 
trash bags, but they're plastic. Exactly. And, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to work with. And also, you know, I've, we've all seen it done really terribly in, in the past, but the way she kind of put that together and, and the, the idea of making this really interesting textile, you know, in, in even in the workroom, you could sort of see the process of it working out. I think the day of, right? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the, exactly. before the runway when she realized that she could turn them back and forth. And it was just interesting to see how she was problem solving and, and kind of pulling that together. I did not like the top no. as much as I, the pants, yeah. though. Especially I feel like they were yeah. very forgiving with all that stuff going together. But <laughs> again, I, I don't know. I, I really kind of am surprised but also grateful at how sort of... Um, I would say nice they were being in terms of just being understanding. It's like, yeah, you guys are working with these weird materials Mm -hmm. and it's not perfect. Like the top is not the best. The pants aren't as well constructed, but we can see again, like what you're saying, like we can see where you're going with Mm -hmm. this and we can see whether or not there's something else you can do if you're given conventional fabrics. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. But also I kind of wish that they had put in, Wait, what? No, I was going to say, I mean, with what you just said, I still believe that Cornelius had the best look. But one of the top two, at least, in my opinion. (laughs) Because when it seemed as if the gap between Tasha and the the gap between Dexter and Aaron and Tasha, like, there was a big, like, it seemed like a chasm Mm -hmm. where it was so obvious that it was between... Dexter and Aaron I was like then there there could have been someone in the middle there so I'm not really sure why maybe what's her face from the Today Show messed that up I don't know (laughs) maybe she was like I don't know what those things are and she just kind of voted like I don't maybe she just didn't even vote for Cornelius I don't know it was weird I was like there's definitely like a couple designers who could have slid in between those those three no for sure and and honestly like my opinion whenever Nina Garcia made that comment about Dexter's uh was it Nina that made the comment about Dexter's look that they could see it like walking down the runway maybe maybe, I feel like it was her who said that yeah I felt the same way when when the model was was, coming out I said that wow I said Mm -hmm. oh my gosh he really yeah another contestant who took in Tim's advice and transformed it into his own style, executed it in a way yeah. that was so beautiful. So beautiful. You saw those sleeves or even that silhouette on two other pieces. So, so Natalia mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Jenny both had that feathery exactly. rug look. Exactly. But for some reason, so what? What? what is that? I, I really can't put it into words. I think it's mostly the volume and how he used it and, and tailored it down. But like, but you saw that too, and and what was the difference between those two looks? I mean, those three looks. So if you say. so if you if you look on the cheat sheet and you see the back of each mm-hmm. of the the three looks, you can see that for Jenny, it's like a full it's like a full wrap, not wrap, but it's like a full um, fully from left to right, from shoulder to shoulder, and from waist to waist. Like the material is there, so it makes her look wider. Than what she really is, and it's mm-hmm. also um, okay. a really bright, bright color. So your attention is also drawn to the areas where the color is different. And you look at Natalia, who okay. has more of like this um, hourglass figure that she's constructing in the very back. Um, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. but the back is uh, is matched with the same material as the, the 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 skirt and the top is like the same material so it's just like okay it looks like sleeves mm-hmm. but for um yeah for for dexter's look he makes it look like a crop top he brings it in at the woman's waist where naturally it's huh. slimmer and you have from shoulder to shoulder, it's wider. And from waist to waist, it's slimmer. So it's not cutting off. Oh. It's not cutting off the waist, which kind of happens in uh, mm-hmm. Jenny's look. And it's not taking away yeah. from the silhouette. It's not making it like uh, too dramatic like it is in Natalia's look. So it's actually kind of more of like a realistic figure where most women will wear a belt yeah. in that middle area, bring it in, accentuate the waist, and you have... Shoulder to shoulder wide, waist to waist small, and around the hips wide, which is the material he's using. And and your eye, because it's all the same material, your eye kind of just goes toward the middle, which is the belt, or which is the fabric from the pillowcase that he used. But it's still, there's a symmetry versus Natalia, where he creates this um, hourglass figure, but there's a separation in the arms. So you just see arms hanging. Yeah. And for yeah. him, you see a woman's figure. In Dexter's piece, you see a woman's yeah, figure. Yeah. And Jenny's piece, you don't see a woman's figure at all. Right. So you're playing with like geometry almost, and uh, in like a woman's figure with the same with like a yeah, very bulky material. Because I would say that Jenny's piece, the, the actually the her jacket piece, is something that is more common and something that you would most likely see now mm-hmm. and something that you could probably get from H&M or like one, like a special piece, but not very well made. Yeah. Um, and probably something you have to take really good care of or they'll, you know, it'll fall apart. I agree. Um, but because yeah, like what you're saying, like that construction, it's easier to make what Jenny made than it is to make what, I mean, cause that, uh, yeah. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. It's like, like that construction and also just the thought of how to, how to cut it and where to start and stop all of this bulky fabric mm-hmm. because I was just like, huh, it just looks more, it looks comfortable. It doesn't look, it's bulky, but then it also, I don't know. It's like something I would honestly wear in the winter. I would, I would put on tights with that and have it be the most warm circle skirt that ever existed. And it makes <laughs> no sense. Like, why would you wear a fur circle skirt? Why? Or even, even that length, but I would wear that in the, in the winter and yeah. I, you know, it'd be fine. Exactly. Yeah, but okay. Oh, that makes so that makes so much more sense. It's just, yeah, <laughs> it's just, see, Chinese. It's just play, it, it, it plays it. with your eye. It plays with your eye. Like that's. Yeah. I feel like in my at least for me, and when I see like something that's been constructed, like you're constantly evaluating the women's silhouette. And as we know, women, all women have versions of of a female figure. So you're looking at what is more pleasing to the eye. And it's kind of like playing a trick because mm-hmm. you can put any one of those models in that same dress and switch it around. And I feel like at the mm-hmm. end of the day, wider shoulders, small waist, a little bit wider hips, that creates that volume mm-hmm. that Natalia is trying to create with arms, whether or not she intended to do it. Yeah. Dexter executed it. So. Right. And I think it's just, again, so interesting that there are a lot of these designers who use those same elements and you can see how they use them more successfully than others. And I'm just kind of, I just really can't wait for them to get to mood and get some fabric so we can actually, yes. you know, like something the that they're a familiar more with. with the materials that they're using. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's like, oh, it's this is a teaser episode, but it's fun. 
for me. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it yeah. sure is. I'm and excited. also before I'm we go, before I forget. Oh, wait, what? No, go ahead. No, no. What, I, I, I have to say, I'm excited. That's what I was. I'm just very excited. That's all I said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I'm just going to mention who was on. Oh, I mean, who, who, who won? I mean, who lost? We just let him in on a high note. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who lost? Um, so Ian is out. He is? And the winner. Wait, what? I'm just kidding. I knew. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Shanice, really? I know. Did, you, did you really leave me to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I knew. Because I knew. honestly, I'm a little surprised that he is out, <laughs> even though he's like, and also because I really wanted to see more of him because he just seems so annoying and yeah. kind of like a more annoying version of Christian Siriano. He's oh my so gosh. And, Don't and talk about my dear baby like that. And upsetting. <laughs> I love Christian Siriano, but he, he was just like sort of like the alter ego of Christian Siriano, yeah. like the less, well, honestly, like the, he's interesting, but in, not the same way you know, but you seriously, and not as promising, you, but you seriously bring up like the best reference for Ian's like mm-hmm. total show debut because when he was being so resistant, I was like, wow, he reminds me of Christian when on the finale of that season, when he was just so like, this is, me. Oh yeah. This is my style. Like I am not like, Mark Jacobs like, oh, you need to change this, you need to change that. And he, he came out, like, in the finale, like, did it. And then Victoria Beckham was like, I love it. Exactly. And then everyone was like, you are king. And I felt like that was the, that was, like, the attitude that Ian had coming into the show. But I felt like he needed to just, like, not be that way, especially with that design coming out for his first look. Especially at the beginning. It's kind of like you haven't really earned it yet. No, he had not. <laughs> like- exactly. Wow, it's in. I, yeah. I honestly had like yeah. a very similar um, thought. <laughs> That's, yeah. Well, so he's out. So yeah, by by little, you know, alter Christian or what do you call it, um, Bizarro <laughs> Christian. So Ian, Ian is gone, <laughs> and then the winner is Aaron. Oh, I love her, it! Um, yes, amazing gumball wig, yellow outfit. So Aaron Robertson is a winner and I just think it's just, it's just great. It's just great. I'm excited to see what else she can do with her. You know, the thing is like, I was so excited to hear that she didn't grow up watching TV. I was like, you're genuinely interesting. If you were a kid and you grew up with no television. She's like the modern New Yorker, you know, no TV, just watching TV on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm sure she's like I, I don't remember her age. But like but, no TV, she's you know, pure. Oh yeah, no TV or internet. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just can't wait because I think she's just genuinely, uh, you know, an intrinsically interesting person, and who won't get any of the TV references that anyone will throw. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Aww. Anyway. So so that's that. That's the episode. And yeah, I think it goes without saying that we're we're excited. We're really excited about what's going on. And it, it's the 15th season and holy crap, I'm not tired at all. I really am not. No. So. Never. Can I ask you yeah. one question? Can I ask you one question? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'm just being I'm just being cuz I always do this like every time I start like a a new season of anything, I say who mm-hmm. is going to be the winner? 
who is going to be at the end because I love like starting off with something that you think is going to happen and maybe changes or being right the whole season through. Like, yeah. Can you, can you predict now? Like, is it too early? I don't know. I'm curious. You know what? Cause I was like, this is also a really interesting time to even predict because you can't really go off of the clothes. Mm-hmm. You have to, well, for me, I was seeing actually thinking about that. I'm like you have to kind of maybe go off with how they're approaching it. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like, I don't think Dexter's going to make it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just am not confident. I think because I, I honestly do think Erin is going to be at the end. If not, you know, she's definitely going to be a strong, strong contender. Um, and let me see who else. But who's going to surprise? I was going to think of like a dark horse. Who's going to surprise us exactly? Yeah. Like, hey, Erin is like in the running. We know we see the construction. We see like. Right. She has the vision. She can come up with. She can do these like unconventional challenges. But. Who is going to challenge her? Yeah. Who's going to be, like you said, that dark horse? That's like where the excitement comes. I would say, okay. And, and, um, oh man, who's going to, who is it going to be? I'm trying to think. (laughs) Shoot. I really do feel like, man, I don't know. I feel like maybe Cornelius. Nice. That's nice. And also I, only because this is probably too obvious, but I think Roberry is going to be like, Roberry. I, I can't wait. Nice. Roberry's gonna be up there. So I say okay, my top three right now. Aaron, Cornelius, and Roberry. And Roberry. I'm gonna hold to that. You're gonna hold yeah. to that. Okay. What about you? That's a hard one. You know, I'm sometimes I, down. I think sometimes I think Ian's gonna come back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 you know how that sometimes they do that. They break they who knows if someone has a breakdown in you his know, next episode they're gonna have to bring him back it's like great, exactly it's like they gotta bring that person back in but uh, i i agree i think Aaron yeah. is definitely one of the top contenders surprisingly just because i'm like you know i'm like really into like i'm really into just like reading in between the lines even if it's a show that's edited i still believe in like the craft and i feel like tasha may have something there that she may mm-hmm. not be about this like urban girl who can just wear flats. I think she has it in her to create something yeah. that's going to be chic and elegant, but also maybe like edgy and avant-garde. Like who knows? Yeah. So I would say number two, she'd be my number two next to Aaron. I would say number three. Um, ah, it's going to be for me. I feel like there's going to be like a little rivalry between Cornelius and Majin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm going to just say number three strong would be Cornelius, but okay. Majin maybe kind of coming up through the cracks i don't know he seems like so yeah no that's i think that's a good point you know especially since he was such a a stickler with how that paper looked i don't know he seems like maybe someone who's you know who pays close attention to detail and that's really important i feel like he is a little bit more of the chris cristiano seriano you know than ian i feel like he has it more in him (laughs) than ian did yeah i just so yeah you know he could be like a little uh, interesting yeah. All right. Well, before we we end things, um, Shanice, you can we can begin our outro. So, do you have anything to plug or promote? Yes. And where can people find you? Yes. Yeah, so, um, hey guys, I am <laughs> like I said before, I work in the art industry. Um, you can find me and all my weirdness at uh, on Instagram at, at Shanice S H A N I E C E R E L. 
Or in French, they say Ariel, uh, <laughs> A-U-R-I-E-L-L-E. Um, and then it would be great to see you guys um, at our opening this week at the gallery, at Tina Kim Gallery. Um, we're having an opening on Thursday from 6 to 8. It's going to be wonderful. It's all about the 90s. So if you're into that and if you're into like Korean art, which you should be, come out and uh, mm-hmm. support support us. So that's that's my my two cents <laughs> it's gonna be great. yeah and that's the 22nd the 22nd this thursday yeah, at, uh, at on, on 21st street so come on out from six to eight yeah at, at your own risk <laughs> <laughs> because it is opening night exactly. and it is it exactly. is a it is art season in new york exactly. just saying <laughs> it's starting up <laughs> Oh man, so much exactly. to do on Thursdays. Thursdays is like the new Friday. Okay. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's Friday. It's Friday it in is. our world. It really is. It is. Right? <laughs> Someone decided, and that is the day. <laughs> At least for Chelsea. And then Friday is what? Now it's the Lurie side. This is very New York centered. Yeah. Guys. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, so. we're, we're here. We're, keep, we're, we're holding down the East Coast. <laughs> and uh, of course, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook with my first name. Ernest, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E, and my website at ernestdavis.com. And I have I have a couple of activities coming up soon, and I'll post that on our Facebook page when it gets closer. <laughs> it's still a little far, far off. But um, again, as far as the workroom goes, you can, of course, download us, download us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Leave feedback and subscribe. Five stars. Yay. <laughs> five stars and any like yeah. funny feedback or anything like that like maybe we'll read it on 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 the show so um but again thank you guys for joining us and Shanice, thank you so much for recording and and joining and, and offering your expertise oh thank you for having um, me again I hope to have please. you back numerous times so yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> yay all right and um i'll say bye guys bye-bye